You're listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. I am your host, Ahmed Munawar, and this is part three of our series on branding. In part one, we looked at the definition of branding. We talked about what the goal of the branding exercise is and why the first step is for you to decide what feelings and emotions you want your brand to evoke. In lesson two, we talked about the importance of doing work that's worth talking about, doing work that gets noticed, and doing it in a way that stands out. And we looked at the four angles of badassery as presented by Pia Silva in her new book, Badass Your Brand. And finally, in this third and final installment in this series on branding, we're going to talk about how you can communicate the value of the work that you do in a way that will make buyers want to engage and associate with you. And before we get into it, if you haven't yet joined us inside our free crash course on the five P's of lead generation, you're going to want to check that out right now. Inside the course, I will show you a step-by-step process to generate a flood of new business for your firm, and you can get immediate access to the entire video course at 5leadgen.com. That's 5leadgen.com, and you can spell out five or use the number, either one works. So now that you know what feelings and emotions you want your brand to evoke, you know how you want the buyer to feel when they first discover you, when they land on your website, when they read your blog post, when they interact with you, when they meet with you, and finally, when they hire you. And you know what kind of work you need to do to be able to evoke those feelings. You know what kind of work is going to stand out in the marketplace and really help you make a name for yourself. The next question is, how do you tell that story? How do you craft messages and communication and stories that evoke those feelings? And how do you communicate to buyers the value that you can provide in a way that they can see themselves being on the receiving end of that value? So I'm going to offer a three-step process for you to get the brand messaging and communications piece of this puzzle right. Step one is to get your story straight. Now, in the past, we've covered a seven-part storytelling formula for brands developed by Donald Miller at StoryBrand, which you probably heard me talk about over and over and over again. I am a huge fan of the StoryBrand formula because in really, really simple terms, it gives you a straightforward process to put your brand's messaging through. And it helps you leverage the age-old power of storytelling for your brand. I'm not going to get into the details of the seven-part storytelling formula because we've covered it in the past. You can get that episode at forecast.fm slash story. But I will highlight why this exercise is really important. The first is it creates a clarity of focus, that when you put your messaging through that seven-part storytelling formula, the message becomes clear. Now you know exactly what you need to say, you know exactly who you're saying it to, and you know what the goal of your messaging is. 
without a formula like this, without a really clear process, your messaging is likely to be all over the place. You'll end up saying anything and everything to anyone who listens. But with this formula, if you put it through those seven steps, your messaging becomes crystal clear, you know what you're communicating to buyers, you know how it ties into your brand message, and most importantly, they will begin to resonate. Now, the most important takeaway that you'll get from going through the seven-part storytelling formula is that your brand is not the hero. And this is the classic mistake that people make when they're not being deliberate about their brand's message. Your brand isn't the hero. Your customer is the hero. Nobody cares about you. And I'm sorry, that's that may be hard to hear, but the truth is nobody actually cares about you or your brand. They care about themselves. And they only care about you or they might only come to care about you to the extent that you can help them get to where they wanna go. So keep that in mind. Your customer is the hero, not you. If you remember that, you'll be better off. Step two is to start producing content. Now, we actually just did an entire series on content marketing uh, that you can get at forecast.fm slash content. But the point here is that the very best way to demonstrate value is by creating content. Because if a buyer learns something through your content, if it helps them do their work better or overcome a challenge, then they're going to wonder, I wonder what it's like to work with this person. Now, a couple of pro tips here with regards to content marketing. The first is to be very careful about the kind of content that you create. A lot of people think that as long as they sound smart in their content, then people are going to see them as experts and they'll want to do business with them. But that couldn't be further from the truth. There's a term that people like to throw around called thought leadership, which basically means that you demonstrate that you're one of the smartest people in your industry, that you're a thought leader. The problem with thought leadership is that from a customer's perspective, it doesn't really do anything for them. It just makes you look good. Again, this is a classic example of telling a story that's about you and not about your customer. When you're creating thought leadership, it's all about you and how smart you are and how you're at the forefront of what everyone in your industry is saying. Instead of doing that, when you create content, you should be thinking about your customer and helping them overcome their challenges, not making yourself sound smart. This is what Brent Adamson from the conference executive board calls commercial insight. In the CEB's research of B2B buying behavior, they found that thought leadership doesn't really work all that well. When buyers see it, they say, oh, that's interesting, or that sounds smart, or that's nice, and then they move on. What's more effective than thought leadership is what uh, the CEB calls commercial insight, which is essentially insight that teaches buyers something about their business or their industry that they didn't know, or it challenges an idea or a perception that they have, or it opens their eyes to a new way of doing something. Now, commercial insight is by nature disruptive. It tells buyers that the status quo isn't good enough, and it shows them how to take things to the next level. And as professional services firms, that's the kind of content you want to create, not thought leadership that makes you sound smart, but commercial insight that teaches your buyers something about their business that they didn't already know. Step three is to amplify your message through social media. One of the most powerful tools that we have at our disposal to broadcast a message and to make connections is social media. And the truth is, Most of your competitors in the professional services space are not doing social media justice. They don't have a strategy. They're not engaging people. They may have a page or a profile, but it's severely lacking any kind of appeal or any kind of engagement. 
And that's really where the opportunity lies for the savvier professional services brands to come in and to stake a larger claim of the social media mind space. And this is also an area where the smaller, more nimble firms can really give some of the bigger firms a run for their money because the big firms struggle with content and social media. Most of the stuff that they put out is bland and generic. It's the thought leadership content that nobody really cares about. But you can really set yourself apart not only by sharing your high value commercial insight content, but also building relationships around that content with prospective customers on social media. Now, of course, social media is a whole other topic, and we're going to be covering that in more detail on the show as we proceed. So that's a wrap on this lesson and this entire series on branding. Let me quickly summarize the key takeaways from this series. The first is that the objective of branding is ultimately to create enough value that a customer is more likely to choose you or to refer you or to pay higher fees. And the way that you do that is by evoking a feeling or an emotion in the customer because feelings and emotions are proven, backed by science, to be more effective at influencing buyer behavior than facts. So the very first step is to figure out what are the feelings and the emotions that you want to evoke in your buyer to make them more likely to hire you and to pay you higher fees. Now, how do you evoke those feelings and emotions? It begins with the very work that you do. You need to make sure that the work that you do is worth talking about, it stands out, and it conveys the feelings and the emotions that you want your brand to evoke. And on that front, we went through the four angles of badassery, as Pia Silva frames it in her new book, Badass Your Brand. Go through those four angles and try to knock off at least two of them, but hopefully three or four of them if you want to bake in that badassery into your brand. And the third step has to do with communicating all of this. It's communicating the work that you do. It's communicating the feelings and the emotions that you want to convey through your content and through your efforts on social media. Now, to get access to the entire tutorial on branding, you can head over to forecast.fm slash brand. Finally, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show on iTunes, do us both a favor, head over to iTunes, type in forecast marketing, find the show, hit subscribe, and while you're at it, leave us a rating and a review because it helps more people discover the show. As always, thank you so much for listening and tune in next time.